DW Co. Show, episode 44, learn PR before your next crises. Plural, perhaps. We have it singular, but uh, crises abound in the higher ed world. Lots of resignations, lots of discussions about what we're doing. Uh, a lot going on. Good time to have your PR team uh, kind of tied into the brand and knowing what we do. Don't you think, dude? I agree. It's been nothing but COVID for the last year. You oh. think that the brand was all COVID with how much communication is going out. But they have people have to remember, there's a real brand out there that offers real things to real people. You know, Derek, uh, while people were busy with COVID, uh, from time to time, we had a little spare time of our own. That's that's very true. And in doing we, that, we started the show. I mean, you can see we've got a we've got them on. That's true. DW Co. Show T-shirts. That's right. Look at this. I love that. Is that surfing cat? What is that doing on a T-shirt? Surfing Toby. Surfing. Surfing it's Toby different. cat. And DW Coffee. Look at this. Look at this. Surfing cats abound. We didn't really have a PR person when we came up with this. We probably could have used Ann Davis, who's going to be on the show today. Probably could have used some of her help. How do you think she would have used this or talked about this? Well, the nice thing about being a startup is that no one can tell you no. That's and true. when you get an idea uh, to do a surfing cat and you've got uh, folks on your team like Derek and Shelly, uh, y'all can work on it together. And uh, come up with concepts like this. You know, DW Coffee, this is actually year two of DW Coffee. We've That's got true. a uh, blog up on the website about how we started uh, uh, this uh, process with our friends at Martin Coffee, who, right. who make all this happen for us. Uh, I think you have to remember, I don't know about us. However, Toby's approval rating, 100%. Yes, people love Toby. I just want to get Toby out there more than anything. <laughs> but listen, we made this because we thought it would be fun. We wanted to be creative and... Uh, we didn't have a huge plan. I had to go out and get uh, sales tax approval and stuff for this. I didn't, you know, I was just like, thought it would be cool to do. But long story short, uh, if you want a DW Co. t-shirt or if you want DW Coffee, uh, we're giving uh, some limited quantities of it out. <laughs> Derek, what, how, how, how does that happen? How do they get this? Uh, well, um, step one, yeah. send Derek an email at Derek at dwhiteandco.com. Do they need to include anything in that email? Name, number, address. Yeah. And a reason that you want the coffee and the t-shirt. Yes. We Give need, us a reason. We'd love some feedback. Yeah, exactly. Where you're going to wear it. Where you're going to drink it. And your favorite DW Co. show episode to date. Yes. And if you do that and you email Derek at dwhiteandco.com, we'll get you hooked up. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what's on the show this week? Well, first of all, we're gonna we're gonna talk to Shelly. We yeah. might even talk a little bit about how this happened. Yeah. How she be pretty cool. Dreamed it up. Together. That's right. How do you collaborate all yeah. that? You know, a surfing cat. What? <laughs> and then we're gonna be talking to Ann Davis, good friend of yours, old colleague, working at TCU now. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's gonna give us a little detour on PR. A detour. That wouldn't be a detour. What would you say? Like a debrief? A debrief. Maybe a little debrief. debrief. I don't know. Let's just go to Shelly Short. Well, we just introduced the shirts and the coffee, and they're hot commodities so far. People are loving them. But where did you think about the surfing cat? This is the only surfing cat shirt in Jacksonville to date that I know of. We've been searching. We've been going up yeah, to people. Yeah, I've searched really? all over the internet. Yeah, like, is it, you have a surfing cat shirt, and they're, they're like, Sir, please place an order at this Wendy's or leave. <laughs> so we do love me one. some Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. 
And so it's actually commemorates our, our cat, Toby, but I feel like Shelly took it to a whole new level and brought out <laughs> way more of his personality uh, than, than I even realized was possible. I really tried. I don't remember. How did we come up with this idea? Like, were we just like bantering in conversation and it just happened pretty much? Pretty much like this, I think, actually. Yeah. yeah. The radio was taken off, and then I think Darren was like, he should be holding a boom box or something like that. And then just, <laughs> from there, it was like, oh, we're in Jacksonville. They surf here. But, you know, um, I don't know. Do you, do you have your sketches around from when you were first kind of thinking about it? Yeah, I do. And, like, I think we, you know, I kind of, like, drew a really light sketch of, like, the shape of the wave and the surfboard. Um, and then you can kind of see the the image of Toby. So what I do with my sketches is like I'll draw a layer and then trace it. Like I use multiple mm. pages for that uh, to kind of get the shape. Uh, yeah. Um, and so that was the original sketch. Um, and I I had done some previously where like it looked like Toby was doing yoga. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't surf. I have never surfed. I don't know like the surfing stance. And so I had to Google what surf stance looked like and had to really like front foot forward, like back foot and get the whole, you know, look down. But then Darren did give me this list of like, he needs Ray-Bans, he needs boombox, <laughs> he needs straw, like right. all of the things. Um, yeah. Apparel that he needed to do. Well, it turned out so. great because here was the, here was the final product. Yeah, and then yeah, from sketchbook to procreate, and yeah, and then to the t-shirts. So that's our that's our surfing tones right there. I just wanted to make sure that he was just bringing the whole vibe at once. Like, <laughs> box, I'm surfing. I'm a cat. And <laughs> you've done. He's drinking coffee with a silly straw. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Derek, DW Co. Show, we don't get highly talented professional guests like this very often. Not often, and I, you know, I've, Anne is our guest, but I've heard her name a lot as I uh, have been working with DW Co. over the last few years. And often a phrase that you say is, you need to do this like Anne. You need, you need to learn from Anne. You need to go give call Anne a call and do, the, do it how she does it. You know, there's lots of uh, compliments, <laughs> uh, you know, her way, but also like, that's the model of how to do the job. So if you, you know, if you want a job done right, put Ann Davis in charge of it. I'll tell you that. So Ann is joining us. I worked with Ann at Texas Wesleyan. She's at TCU now. Hey, what's going on? Hello, Darren and Derek. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah. for that really nice warm welcome. <laughs> that's all. That's all Derek. I'm, I'm not that <laughs> effusive, but Derek is warm, you know? <laughs> well, so no, we're really excited to have you. I'm so excited to talk to you because I do think of you as probably the, the best, most professional communication expert I've ever worked with. You have an ability to think about the strategy and to get it done. Uh, and, and that is rare. Uh, so if we're going to have conversations about brand and communications, I want to, I want to have the experts in. So tell people a little bit about what your role is and kind of what you do. And, and uh, you know, rather than us just being superlative, like tell us who Anne is, <laughs> what she does. <laughs> 
<laughs> All yeah. right. Well, thanks so much. Um, yeah. So right now I'm the director of communication at TCU and I've been in higher ed now since, well, when I started with you, Darren, and you hired me all those years ago at Texas Wesleyan. Um, and so, you know, a lot of what I've done since I've started here, I've been here about 18 months now. And so that's been through the pandemic, uh, which has really been integrating marketing with communications on a daily basis and <laughs> communications. Um, but I do everything from, I guess at the heart, I would say maybe uh, storytelling, authentic storytelling is probably the root of everything. Um, and then just, you know, building bridges with our marketing team in order. So we do work integrated and work together. You said something when we were talking earlier that I thought was really interesting, which is you said in those 18 months, especially at the early part, you were on this crash course of having to get to know everyone at TCU that might interact with that brand that needs to communicate about it, understand what's important, and then start to kind of network and articulate that. So I guess that's that was literally like our first question is like, you have so many people in communities interacting with a brand, and then especially with a crisis, like, how do you manage all that? How do you make that happen? That's a really great question. <laughs> Maybe you can bring somebody on. And I love that. Um, you know, it all, it does, it starts at the top. It starts with great leaders, great leadership, which I mean, from the moment I've started here, that has been like, you know, one of the biggest things that's influenced me and helped me kind of keep going is like watching these leaders who are so dedicated to the students and the student experience and doing the right thing and answering the questions. Um, that's, that's kind of, I think, where it, it all sort of started. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, we have, we have a really great marketing team. And so we sat around and it's, you know, we wanted something to be kind of catchy that, um, and there was a saying that they said in football all the time was like, protect the Carter. And so we said, well, now let's protect the purple. And so that's <laughs> sort of been our mantra that has sort of carried us through the last 18 months, which has been, um, really great. So I don't know if that's answering your question. Yeah. I don't really know how to tell you to do it. We've just been, <laughs> you know, starting from the top and bringing those messages down. Sure. Well, I'd say even to bounce off of that, you know, I, I have heard a lot of stories about you working at Texas Wesleyan and all the success that you guys had there. So kind of in that same kind of question, what are some of the, um, you know, you had a really successful role there and how did you transition that over to TCU as well as touching different brands. Those are two different brands. And so how did you implement the same success techniques to uh, keep all of the departments integrated and everything like that? Yeah. Not all brands are the same, right? You have to kind right. of adjust. Sure. Yeah. Um, they're definitely different. I mean, I felt like when I was, you know, moving from a small school to a big school that feels like a small school, I mean, they're all, everybody has their own the size is relative, which I think you probably put that on a billboard one time, Aaron. But, um, <laughs> right. Anyway, I would say um, if the key of all of it is just relationships and relationship building. That's always been it. I mean, you have to you have to know and trust the people that you're working with. Um, you have to, um, especially in communications, and when you're working through a crisis, you need your partners across campus to tell you, this is something I'm concerned about. This is something that I'm afraid that might happen. So how can we address it in advance? Or, you know, here's something that could come up. This is a question a parent might have. So, um, or if we see it and we think, okay, this is what we think that students are going to be asking about, our parents are going to be asking about. So then we can go to our colleagues that trust us and say, hey, how can you, is, is this an operational decision that you need to think about that maybe you didn't before? So um, just being that 
that communication strand, I guess it's connecting all of our audiences to administration, especially during COVID has been, has been a big part of it. But from my time at Texas Wesleyan, um, you know, one of my favorite things about there was just getting to work with all of the faculty and all of the people and tell the stories and of all the great work that was going on. And so <clears throat> that doesn't change no matter what school, right? where you are. Yeah. You know, before we hopped on this uh, or started recording this interview, you were about to say there were two key things about brand and communication. And anytime anyone leads with, here are two key things, I like, I want to go back to that and make sure we don't miss it. So do you remember what that was? We were talking a little bit about the importance of, and I think this is particularly key in the PR role. You have this brand, uh, oftentimes maybe it's being updated, refreshed, um, discussed, and then you're in this very public facing role, right? So you have to be able to communicate this brand in an authentic way, uh, in a way that doesn't feel like talking points, just regurgitated noise, but you also have to get a message across at the same time, right? And I think that's something that people oftentimes when they're working with uh, brand messaging and brand architecture, that they find a little confusing or difficult because they feel like they don't want to be that corporate drone, right? I mean, we're in higher ed to communicate information that's important, to tell stories, to show what value that we have in this community. So I guess the big question, probably as much as anything that we have for you is like, how do you sort of bridge the gap between public facing communications in your role and sort of that brand role? How do you articulate that message in a way that uh, resonates with people and that feels authentic? Well, that's it. I was going to say, you, you have to be authentic in whatever you do. And the, sure. the two things that I was thinking about is um, from a marketing perspective and communications working together, when I think that um, marketing teams, sometimes they forget that, you know, just because they're launching a great commercial or they're rebranding something or they're doing something new, they still need to tell the story behind that to yeah. the internal audiences, whether, and some external audiences as well, but people don't just understand where this came from and why why these were uh, some of the images that were used in the commercial or here's some of the students we found and why. I felt like the Texas Wesleyan, we always did a really good job of saying, hey, these commercials, these are our real students. This right. is on campus and these aren't actors. These are real people talking about how they feel. So I think when um, you know, you're relaunching a brand or you're putting out a new commercial, anything like that, some sort of internal story that you can also share on uh, social media and to all of your audiences, because internal this practically is external this sure. phase anyway, it's all the same, right. but just telling the story behind the marketing and interviewing some of your uh, marketing colleagues and talking about, and I, I love talking to creative directors about why they came up with the idea, why we're doing this in branding, what it means. And that also gives then your colleagues the words and the messages to talk about the branding and the story behind it if they don't know. So that's one part of it. And then the second is in all the stories that we tell for um, TCU news, our newsletters, things like that, we're always thinking about, and again, this is this comes back from you know Texas Wesleyan days, but thinking sure. about what are our big university strategic goals? You know, marketing is working on raising our academic reputation. So communications is also working on raising our academic reputation. So every time we tell a story about a faculty member doing some really cool research or we do this, bringing it back some, some point in the story that just says, you know, and this is all part of TCU's 
growing academic reputation or just pulling back on those key messages. Every time you're telling those organic stories help reinforce authentically what you're doing and saying in marketing. So that, yeah. that's how it works. I'm curious in what you're talking about, kind of uh, one other question for you is like, who, who are your brand allies? Who are your brand buddies, right? You can't manage this all on your own. You have to train and educate and collaborate with people across campus. Who are some of the key people um, that help you to, um, to do your job from a brand perspective? Well, when it comes to COVID and <laughs> COVID communications yeah. and things like that, I would say some of our biggest allies, of course, are um, everybody in student affairs and academic affairs. It's working with the students every day um, and just as they're putting out communications, they share it with us. We can make sure that it's all in there. Everybody's on the same page. We all know what, what information is moving. Um, but then some of those other real key allies are all of the, um, the faculty and the staff that are working in the colleges. So we're really fortunate here. We have marketing and communication coordinators in almost all of our colleges. And so they're really becoming this sort of subject matter expert for their college. And they can, you know, they're creating the content and the stories and they're telling us what's happening at the collegiate level. What are the faculty doing? Oh, this student did this really cool thing. And then it can kind of funnel up through our communications and we can push it out to even wider audience. Yeah. It's sort of like, um, Darren, I've been, I've been doing this and I'll be doing it next week, but you and I did a presentation like six years ago. I was like, one post does it all. You know, <laughs> we just need you to tell us what your story is. Sure. If you have, if you won an award or something cool is happening in your college or your student did this, post it. Put it online so we can have a link. And then from there, we can share it in our news. We can share it on social media. We can add it to newsletters. It can go all these places. We can share it with the media. But if you don't get it out there, tell somebody. Yeah. Does anybody know that it happened? Right. Exactly. Right? If, a, if a professor writes a book in a forest and no one was there to hear it, did it happen? You know, like, well, so, okay. So one last question. One of the toughest things, I think, when it comes to, uh, communications, external communications, public relations is measurement. So like, how do you, and especially I know with COVID as part of this, that makes measurement incredibly difficult, but how do you measure this? How do you measure what we're doing? And, and because the other key part of that I know is you have to then go make that case internally, right? To, uh, to, uh, to people that are in leadership uh, and are making big decisions. So wh where, where does that begin? Gosh, the big measurement question. Yeah, right. Um, you know, it's, I think at the end of the day, the biggest measurement of your marketing and communications is going to be your, your enrollment, your um, fundraising, your um, applicant pool, you know, I mean, great, great marketing and communication, whatever having is in an, with an institution is so external facing every day that I think it really impacts every single part of the organization. So it's really hard to pull it down to one finite number. Sure. Um, you know, one of the big things that we track is just our faculty experts and who's, who's out there, who, um, how many times are our media coming to us? We want them to come to us growing that on a national level, because I've always been such a believer that especially public relations and, and media relations, it's a service oriented job. I mean, the right. media, they have something 
that we have something that they want and that they need, which is experts and people to help them tell their stories and explain complicated issues to the general public. It helps back them up. And then also it works together because for some publications, they can, um, you know, get if they're smaller, they even get more eyes on their stories because they've got different colleges, professors weighing in on it. So tracking faculty experts, I would say, is a really um, a big part of it. Um, and then going back to the service-oriented part of it. So we have what they want. Um, and then also they have what we want, which is them to tell our great stories. So I feel like, if, you know, the more that we can be of service and build relationships with, with media, then the more likely they will be to answer the phone um, when we come to them with a really cool story that we want them to help us tell. So. Yeah, you're still becoming, you're really a bridge for relationships. I mean, and, and actually developing and cultivating those relationships on both sides of that, uh, that kind of interaction. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Anne, thank you so much yeah, for, for joining, for, uh, visiting us uh, and, and hanging out with us. Ready to work with D. White & Co.? Email Derek at dwhiteandco.com to schedule a meeting. feel like I just took a PR masterclass. Lucky to have Anne on the show there. <laughs> Anne's great. I love great uh, Anne. She's, uh, she's easily the best PR person I've ever worked with. And uh, yeah, awesome to have her on the show for sure. Well, I certainly know somebody that could use her help. Yeah. That's the city of Jacksonville. And that uh, is... The whole city, right? Just, the, literally the whole, the whole city. city. Yeah, The whole uh, city. Yeah. Uh, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about DWCO. I'm not talking about Lenny Curry's office. I'm talking about Jacksonville. <laughs> That's today's topic. Yeah. Uh, does Jacksonville need a PR firm? Hmm. Yeah. Not The headlines have not been great lately. Uh, yeah. No recycling. That's, yep. That's um, a big one. And you guys are ticked off about that one. Well, yeah. Uh, it's kind of an issue. The clown out, uh, the Jaguars underperforming and yep. making a lot of bad decisions. Not happy with the GM there. The mayor picking fights with uh, residents on Twitter. Yeah. Um, what else? Man, I mean, the list goes on. I don't know. Chasing people around the convenience store with an alligator. When we get farther down the list, we've got some some mistakes that we've made. You're saying it looks... Bad headlines. It's looking messy here. Looking messy. We're not shaping the brand well. No, you know, we're not. And... and uh, no, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> well, if Jacksonville was to hire a PR firm, I think we should think about who would we be trying to talk to? Who would be trying right. to shape that brand to? Is it people that are moving in? Is right. it the people who live here? You know, uh, we want to build that confidence that this is a good city. Good city to live in. I love living here. And I, I know do you too. do too. I do yeah. too, of course. Yeah, the audience, right? The audience is, uh, it's those younger folks, right? The millennials that are moving in. Some of them live here already. They're from here. Um, they're active, they're doers, they're uh, high information seekers, mm -hmm. uh, adventurous. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of what you're saying. Right? And you know, I'd just say brand awareness is pretty is yeah. pretty low here too. But I'd say that's because our PR story trends negative. Yeah, I think those headlines are are bad, right? Uh, yeah. So bad. how do we how do we flip the script? We need well, we to gotta shape the headlines, man. Right? We gotta put a positive spin on that's this right. stuff. Yeah. It's all love, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll let, well let's pick one then. Like um, you know the the clown one. It's a, okay. Yeah. Uh, frustrated fans attend last a season finale of Jaguars. You know. Yeah. I mean, you can't, they're frustrated. You can never uh, you can never be the most embarrassed person here. 
You know, that's a positive. That's a good spin. No doubt. It doesn't get lower than being a clown. It doesn't get lower than being a clown. But if you, you put your own, bottom. But if you own the clown space, <laughs> that's why I said that the Jaguar should show up like that to every game. Right. Just be the clown. Just be the clown. Like that would. It's that, worked for you. People would like that. Yeah. yeah. I do. I dress like that every day. Red nose, white thing. <laughs> what, was an, what was another one? I you, think, I think that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying, I remembered you here saying something about an alligator. Yeah. That's the interesting stuff that people like. Well, I think, you know, you look at that, that could be kind of like a Florida man CrossFit kind yeah. of thing, you know, like get chased around by like a redneck with an alligator, lose some pounds <laughs> uh, as a positive. Well, I, I thought the mayor one has some potential yeah. too, right? You know, mayor wants to pick a fight on Twitter, uh, pair him up with Tony Khan and AEW wrestling and <laughs> take on the, uh, the people from your constituents on the weekend. So you hey. call him out on the week. Listen here, brother. You know, and then by, you know, Friday, you're wrestling in the ring. And, and that's a that's a revenue generator. Too. I was about to say that. You know, last episode, we talked about monetizing crime. Like, <laughs> let's start monetizing bad headlines and, like, throw people in the ring. You got to lean into them. You got to lean into the well, bad what about, headlines. You, you mentioned recycling. So how do you spin oh, – that's a man. tough situation. A lot of people are mad about that. How do you yeah. spin that in the right light? Well, you can – you know, I think, um, you know, do you really, you really get a look at how much waste – Americans produce here in Jacksonville. And you really start to think about that. You're going to be much more conscientious about yeah. the things that you use because uh, you can never get rid of them once you use them. So, you know, <laughs> oh, that's all, a positive all positives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see. I see what you're saying. Well, hey, maybe in the next decade, next era, next mayoral race, we'll Jacksonville will start putting a nice, more positive PR spin <laughs> for the one, the people that are moving here, and two, the people that live here already. It's just going to shape the brand. Derek, DW Coast Show, episode 44. Thanks, as always, for the work you do putting this together. And for that reason, the floor is yours at the end of the show to tell us what's, a, uh, what's coming up. Uh, give us some words of wisdom. And, of course, let us know how we can work with the White & Co. <laughs> if you want to after the words of wisdom. I got a few, you know. Uh, yeah. Don't let PR be your problem. Uh, don't forget to shape your brand, you know. Stay healthy. <laughs> That's one thing that I've got on my, my mind right okay. now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, no, next episode's really fun. We've got uh, Sarah Mittal coming up. Yes. Really, really cool conversation. Market research. That's right. She's a literal PhD in that. Gonna, we're going to uh, kind of stare at the science brands a little. I'm pumped for that one. It was a, it was a great combo talking to her. So um, keep an eye out for episode 45 as it releases. Yeah. And if uh, you need to get in contact with DW Co., maybe a cool shirt, maybe some coffee, maybe just come hang out with us, you can reach me at Derek at dwhiteandco.com. Derek at dwhiteandco. <laughs> no, no, no. You can need... You need to leave me to the Derek. That's why I don't do that part. Let me rephrase. Derek at dwhiteandco.com. Yeah, I don't do that part. I can say DW Code Show. Listen to me watch it. DW Code. That's because you came up with it. Show. Everybody, thank you for listening to episode 44. We will see you guys down the road on episode 45.